The NFL is back as the Hall of Fame game between the Cowboys and Steelers kick off what's been six months without football, unless you count the Ivy League. But we also have trade fallout from NBA, Major League Baseball, and our resident expert, Mr. Brown, is going to talk about who just might make the playoffs in October. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie is, I think, in Canada. He's sowing his Canadian roots. He, is this like a vision quest? It might be. <laughs> I don't know what that entails. He did send us something about Moscow mules earlier. Yeah. Is that uh I've never had one. I, I had to look it up. What was it again? It was uh had a ginger beer in it. So remember Ginger Beer, friend of the show, Mike Suarez, uh, he was talking about how he was sipping his ginger beer in Boston, you know, and we we had some. Do you remember? Hated it. Hated it. It was terrible, man. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I guess when you mix it with a little bit of vodka and some uh, lime juice, it's okay. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we uh, wish our friend Canadian Biggie safe travels and safe harbors as he's up in the Great White North fighting grizzly bears with his bare hands because he's got bare hands. But uh, regardless of that, we're actually watching football right now. It's kind of weird, man. I ain't gonna lie. And it's in Canton, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, we've been there. You know, not not on the field. Why do they keep showing Ezekiel Elliott on the sideline, like just looking stupid? Was his belly button hanging out? It was. Uh, He's got an Audi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I I know it's the Cowboys and the Steelers, and I'm not really excited to watch either of those teams ever play. But at least it's football. Oh. oh. Oh, poor Garrett. Garrett Gilbert has been dialed in until that that fiasco. But uh, I digress. Uh, The Hall of Fame game, it is the official start of uh, the NFL season. I guess the preseason, we were talking earlier, it is just three games now, right? They they took a game off. Yeah, and it added the 17th game. Yep. So, uh, you know, I'm still trying to get used to saying what people's records are going to be. I'm used to like 10 and 6, 9 and 7. Well, see, mine's easy because every year I'm like, I always say every year, because I'm, I'm a Raiders fan. I don't get excited. Yep. I'm always an optimist saying 8 and 8 every year. You so can't now, be, you can't be now, 500. But, no, but now I'm erring on the side of reality. I'm just like 8, 8 and 1 or 8 and 9. <laughs> Not 8. Seven and one, or no, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know my math. I'm gonna do eight, eight. I'm gonna go eight, eight and nine is what the Raiders will be. Mm. Well, eight and nine. Yeah. So you you've lowered the bar to below. Well, they added um, a game. I can't go. I can't put them a game over five hundred. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. I mean, uh, the Raiders. A lot of people are talking like they might be flying under the uh, radar here a little bit. Uh, I'm not trusting the process so far mm. under the Gruden era. I don't blame you. I, and I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Derek Carr or anything like that. They just. I don't know, man. They don't seem like they have much of an identity on offense. Like, why do they go out and spend money on a running back when you got a hoss? When you already got a stud. I mean. Like, you, wouldn't you think you'd be getting receivers for Carr? Yeah, or I a mean, line, no, offensive no, line? trading those guys away. Yeah, or get a line or maybe get some work on the defense that can't stop anybody. You got Hunter Renfro. Oh, my gosh. Do you still got him or is he on the Red Sox now? I'm <laughs> <laughs> surprised he's not in Tampa Bay. That's the exact that's, kind of receiver Tom Brady likes. That's exactly what he would like. Uh, how many games is uh, your boy going to start in Cincy this year? How many games is he going to start? Is he ready to start the season? Oh, yeah. He's, he's doing drills and everything now. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's – 
I rem- Carson Palmer, when he played for the Bengals, got his ACL destroyed in, in a playoff game and made week one back. And that was, you know, my God, 15 years ago. Does that make you feel old? Yes. Uh, that sucks. But anyway. If he plays the whole year without getting hurt, are they in the playoff hunt or is it still no, too, too soon? No. it's So they've gotten better. Uh, What's your prediction they, for their record? Uh, seven wins. All right. Yeah. So I the the problem there is the division's still really good. So we're both going to be battling right there at the 500 yes. mark. We'll be seeing who can get a draft pick that's not going to be as crucial as you'd like to have uh. it be because we'll be good enough not to get a top draft pick. Uh, I did you see how Jack Tebow is though down there in Jacksonville? He is looking like a tight end. He swoped. He's he is. swole. He is. Did you hear what Urban Meyer is doing to help determine who's going to get a roster spot and who's not? No. They're literally putting guys like we're talking about special teams player, fringe players. They're just lining them up and having them just do blocking drills against each other, and they keep score of who wins each time. Oh, wow. Literally doing like a tally sheet. That's crazy. Yep. So, uh, I mean, what's your expectations for them down there? I mean, that's kind of a, we've seen the college coach come out and do, try to do their thing. Saban obviously went right back to the college levels because he's a god, yeah. and he couldn't do it in the NFL. Um, you got Pete Carroll, who's kind of the outlier. Um, but what's what's Urban Meyer going to do? Does Urban Meyer not strike you as the kind of guy that is in over his head? I feel like every time he gets in in over his head, he just goes out with a health issue. Yeah, I mean something's going to happen, right? But I mean, you know what I'm saying though. You like, think he'll stay for three years? Like, no, I, I think it's either. two years, uh, maybe one. Uh, I mean, ooh, what's the over under on that? That's, that's a good question. I mean, we should put that line out there. But you know, the the thing about Meyer, like when I look at him in the NFL, like he's like Saban was a guy who had like that CEO feel. You know, he was a Belichick disciple. You know, right. you, you thought he could make it work, and it didn't. And he ended up going back to where he's going to. They're statues now. I get it. But Urban Meyer was never a guy of all the NFL coaches. I was like, that's a guy, or all the college coaches. That's the guy I want to see in the pros. Right. Never, never saw it. And you know, going to Jacksonville, we'll see what happens. I mean. Florida, you know, Jacksonville, you know, they are the lowest valued franchise uh, or second lowest valued, actually. Really? Yep. Hmm. You know who the lowest valued franchise is? Who's that? The Bengals. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it sucks. That hurt my heart to see that. But, <laughs> but you expect it, right? <sighs> well, you, you know, think it'd be that low? You know why part? You know why they're valued so low? It's why? because their owner is such a greedy bastard and doesn't spend any money on the franchise. So there, there's estimates that if they just had somebody spend money on them, they'd actually be worth a lot more. I wouldn't count on that. Nah, I mean, come on, man. They don't even have, they don't even have an indoor practice facility. Mm. It's 2021. They're the only NFL team without an indoor practice facility. But we know during the winter, Cincinnati is pretty warm. You know, I mean, it's, it's tropical, it's cozy. Almost. You yeah. know, you got that. Blessing. Why do you need to be inside? <laughs> you, real men don't need to be inside. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's some boomers out there that are like. So football's meant to be played, boys. Yeah. And don't wear sleeves. <laughs> so uh, I was going to ask you this. Um, I did a little video about the Hall of Fame game, and I did not know this until I was doing research about Like, who cares about preseason games, right? There's not much going on. I, I can't get into it. No. Because none of my fantasy prospects are even on the field, so I'm just like, eh. Nah, I don't know who uh, Harry Johnson is here right yeah. now. But anyway – there was a game that got canceled back in, I think, 2014. Uh, do you remember this happening? Like, they just completely – like, the stands were full. The teams were there doing warm-ups. And about 6 o'clock, 6.30, they decided to cancel the game. They didn't tell the crowd. They waited till 8 o'clock. 
Uh, do you remember this at all? No. It wasn't weather related. No, it was not weather related. I don't remember what right. happened. So we see this wonderful turf they have here. It looks like grass. Yeah. And you see the logo on midfield. Mm -hmm. So I guess they had paint they used to use on like the AstroTurf. Yeah. And they tried to paint the midfield logo on there and it wouldn't dry because of the way the material was. So they went out and got heaters to try to dry the paint and it basically melted the rubber inside the field turf and it made it like concrete. Oh, wow. So then they went out and got paint thinner and started dumping on the mid. This is like an hour before kickoff. Like they're, they're out there with paint thinner and the Packers players are seeing this and they're like, um, yeah, I'm not playing on paint thinner. Like they're reading the, they're picking up the bottle and like may cause burns if touches skin. Ah, you know, but anyway, that's how a game got canceled was because uh, the NFL cared more about trying to use paint thinner to get the logo issue resolved than they did about the player's safety because, you know, that's probably the only preseason game they make money off of. How are you doing that right before kickoff? I know, right? Like, how is that not put to bed, like, days in advance? You would figure something. On AstroTurf. It's not like, you know, the grass is going to grow and you might have to edit something if you do it a week ahead of time. How does that happen? I don't know. Who's the head of the grounds crew? I'm going to guarantee you they're on, uh, you know. They're, they're not there now. They're not there. <laughs> they're, they're not there. So, they probably open up an OnlyFans. Yeah, I don't know. yeah they might have. That's yeah. what people do nowadays. Yeah. But, you know, you don't have to grow grass on uh, the NFL grounds crew there because it's, it's it should be an easy job, you know. It's just fake grass. Exactly. Easy. Anyway. Yeah. anyway, glad football's back. Najee Harris, though, we might see him tonight, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but he's going to go number uh, – he's going to go in the first round, I think. It depends on when certain person drafts. But, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a first-round uh, draft pick for Probably sure. the top running back coming out uh, from a production standpoint. Yeah, he's going to get volume because we know right. – uh, Ben, Big Ben's got no offensive line. I don't know. Steelers' offensive line may not be good enough to block for him either, so we'll see That's how true. it does. But, all right, man. So we, we got a little bit of hate for the Raiders and Bengals there and uh, Jaguars and, uh, you know, thinking Urban Meyer might be in over his head. But football's back, and the Cowboys are up three to nothing. But we're probably going to go back to watch baseball now. But, uh, anyway, football, tick-tock, tick-tock, it's here. Well, last week we talked – Little Major League Baseball and the sky was falling and we had just trades and corruption and all kinds of nonsense going on. And I, I don't know, man, I, it's been like a week and I'm still trying to digest everything that happened to the trade deadline. Is that the craziest trade deadline you can remember? Yeah, and it started early. There was trades that were going down like felt like a week ahead of time. And then it just kept coming, kept coming. And they were rolling out after the four o'clock deadline. They were like saying this has been agreed to. Yeah. And the rich got richer basically, and which is always the case. But I guess this year compared to last year with a 60 game season, um, we got a clear understanding. There's more of a divide between the contenders and the pretenders. Oh yeah. So more teams sold this year because it was clear. And we were just talking like about the national league and the wild card. It's both teams going to be out of the West and you have like the, the reds, the Braves, the Phillies, and maybe the Cardinals even to talk about the wild card. Then the rest is just already out of, right. It's crazy. Like the Cubs were like right around 500 and they literally sold everything they could. I'm glad you brought up the Cubs because <laughs> how do you feel as a Cubs fan now? Because like, like everybody's got right. It. And they had that long, they, they was for almost a hundred years that lo lovable losers and you know, everyone watched them on WGN. You cheer for the Cubs just because you felt sorry for them. And then, you know, they got Theo and they turned it around that 2016 team Broke the curse of the Billy Goat. Yeah, they, they won the series. Magical. You you had the but the pitching then when they just traded for Lester, the pitching was a little bit younger, 
And but they had Baez, they had Rizzo, they had these guys now that they just traded Bryant. And then now you think they're going to win maybe more than one. It looked like a team that had the makings of maybe like a team like to put a few together. Now they're all gone. So as a Cubs fan, you're like, where do we go from here? Because their starting pitching has no depth. And and I'm not a Cubs fan, so I can't sit here and tell you like what they got back in return and how the future is going. We to won't look. know for I, a few years, you know. But, but like I, I I don't. You you'll never you never get a feeling right away like oh this is going to be good long term. But you look at what they did, and then you know Washington, who's not far removed from a World Series either. Like the same thing. Like I, I'm surprised they didn't. Well, they already lost Rendon, so they didn't have as much to, to sell. But did you have any clue Turner was going to be out of there too, along with Scherzer? We heard Scherzer the whole week that he was probably getting moved, but uh, I'm shocked on Turner because he has a year of control after this year. Right. And the Dodgers already had Seager at shortstop. Now they can decide who's going to play second, who's going to play short, whatever. But Turner's one of the probably, in my opinion, probably one of the top five uh, middle infielders in the game. Yeah. Um, Is he the best shortstop in the National League? Uh, it, it's He's right there. Yeah. I mean, you can't say – It's in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he's a guy you want to build your team around. And then for the Dodgers, it's like, oh, well, it's just another piece. Right. So, And this is the difference between the Dodgers and everybody else. Don't get me wrong. They got money, right? But the teams that want to stay great are the ones that don't settle for anything. You just mentioned Seager. Like, he's a solid player. There's nothing wrong with the kid. But we don't care. I can go get Trey Turner. It'll be fine. Like, that's their mentality. And for them, and you're right, and they just spent all that money on Mookie Betts. Of course, he's had a down year this year, but they went out and traded for him. They locked him up to an extension. I wouldn't be shocked in the offseason if we hear old Trey Turner signed to an extension for the next eight years with the Dodgers. It won't surprise me at all if that happens. No, Because they got they got this offseason to talk about it before he goes to free agency. Look at their rotation right now. I know they got some injuries and, and, some age. and, and Bauer with the issues out there, but you got Kershaw, Bueller, uh, Scherzer now Bauer if he comes back, I mean, it, it's it, it's all star team and not that it's ex- the same level, but they they're taking a flyer on Cole Hamels, and then you had I saw a stat talking about Cole Hamels, David Price, Scherzer, and Kershaw. I think it's got seven, eight Cy Youngs in the rotation or on their pitching staff. And I got a couple of them aren't what they used to be, but Still. the knowledge. But they're and, not asking them to be one or twos, right. you know? It's, it's insane. So, essentially, Scherzer now took the place of Bauer, who's really an upgrade, really. I mean, I know Bauer did what he did last year, but right. if you're going to pick, you want Scherzer. More consistency. And he's a big-time pitcher. Yeah. But, like, he's older, but – if if Bauer happens to come back and gets cleared somehow between now and the October uh, playoffs, then watch out for that rotation. How do they even lose? I, I mean, they they shouldn't, right? And, and like, look, that's the thing about baseball is the the gap between your best players and your average players are smaller than any other sport because baseball is a game where you fail more than you win. But that being said, like, it's hard not to just lock it in and say Dodgers are going to get it done. And, and you know what? The offense is there. They just keep doing what they're doing. Like, it, it's tough. But that being said, how in the hell is San Francisco? How? how? I was We're, going there next. We, uh, you know, I picked them last year to make the playoffs as the team that you just pick that random one that's going to make it somehow. And y'all asked me, like, you going to ride that horse again? I was like, hell nah. Our lifelong uh, Giants fan came on the show and was like, I wouldn't bet on them. I'm not picking them. They're third, third place's best case scenario. 
mean, best case, they're sixty nine and forty right now. Best record in baseball, almost thirty games over five hundred. Uh, Longoria has had a resurgence. He's going to come back off the I.L. They just traded for Chris Bryant. Their pitching's been solid, thanks to your former Reds. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. They look good. Buster and Posey even resurgence. Yeah. Him, him, and Longoria. Because like it was like, what are these giant? What are the Giants doing? You know, and and they're right there. You know what it is. They must have opened Balco back up. I think so. That's what it is. I, I don't know. I mean, I love it. I don't know. And they're like the Padres are like seven games behind the Giants. <laughs> they're, they're, and that they're makes slipping. no sense to me. Well, even the Dodgers are three and a half. Like, why did the Dodgers make the moves they make? Because of the Giants. Think about that. The San Francisco Giants are the reason why the Dodgers got crazy at the trade deadline. I, I don't know. I don't know. How, we keep saying it all year long. I don't know how they keep it up. I don't know how they keep it up, but the, here they are. We're in, in August. We're past the trade line, deadline, and they're still to first. But with that being said, if they start October as the number one seed, if they get knocked out in the first round, I wouldn't surprise No, them. no, not at all. It, it's, the season's a marathon, and series are, are these high-pressure cooker situations, so it, it's very different. Now, they'd probably win the first-round matchup, probably, because it would be like a crap team or probably be the NL East. I mean, it just depends. I mean, um, but, I mean – they don't, their pitching doesn't scare me. Like if you see the Dodgers or the Padres or even the Brewers rotation, the Brewers yeah, rotation is nasty. Sick. They are sick. You just don't know the names as well as you do the guys on the Dodgers. Right. But if you've paid attention to what the Brewers done, there's a reason why the Brewers are where they're at. Woodruff and Burns, man. I mean, they're they're right there. And then uh, having Hater at the back end of that, uh, I like the Brewers a lot. Like in the, People don't talk enough about the job Craig Council's done to manage that team these last several years. I mean, the Brewers got a better record than the Dodgers right now. But is it not me or they? They're always in the playoff hunt right now. The last five years, and and, and like, how's Yelich doing? He ain't even doing anything. He's, he's garbage this year, right? You know, he hasn't been healthy, right? And they're still scoring runs. It's, they traded for Willie Adams from the Rays, and he's been playing shortstop. He's batting third, and he's got like sixty RBIs. Yep. They're, I mean, they're. They 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 scare me. God. They're they're one. They're the team that if you got a series of the Dodgers, I feel like they could hang. They could match up because yeah. man, we saw on that Reds Braves series a few years back that uh, it was it was last year. year. Yeah, that those pitching matchups, man. It, it's all it takes is that one pit one bad pitch. Yep. it could be one to nothing. Yep. But if they had a low scoring series against the Dodgers and won, that wouldn't surprise me neither. I mean, anything could happen. So let's let's go in and break down. Let's start with the American League here real quick. So right now, your division leaders are the the Strohs, the Rays, and the White Sox. Is that going to stay the same come the end of September? Uh, clearly the White Sox. They're almost 10 games over the Indians, <laughs> and they already had a fire. So the White Sox are definitely going to win the division. Um, I, I think Houston hangs on. I did like what the A's did getting Marte at the deadline. That yep. was nice. Um, so the A's, A's are always pesky down the stretch. And let's not forget about Biggie's, uh, beloved Mariners. They're hanging down there at seven and a half, but there's no way they catch either one of them. Um, the only one that's in question, obviously, is who will be the, will it be the Rays or the Red Sox? The Red Sox hadn't been quite as good lately. Uh, they, they haven't. The Yankees aren't that far back. Well, the Yankees went out and got Rizzo and they got, uh, Gallo. They didn't so, get I any mean, pitching. No pitching, but they're just going <laughs> to win like the, a normal Colorado Rockies team, I guess. And now, by, uh, Cole's got COVID. Yeah. So, I, so is it I, is it just the easy thing to say like just go with Tampa because they always just find ways to win? I think so. I mean, even if Boston would win a division, I'd still like Tampa to go further than Boston because I feel like. Oh wait a minute, Alexa heard us. 
<laughs> you got excited. I don't think I saw it. I, said election, I don't right? think you did either, but you said something about it. the government's listening Alexa, to us right stop. now. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, Razor battle tested, man. Every every year in October, I feel like they are the team that finds a way to win. They they made it to the series last year, and the core's still back. You know, obviously, glass now going down for the year hurts a lot, yeah. but we don't think they have enough pitching, and they still find ways to get there. So, I, I like them. Um, but well, they do that. They do that damn opener. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. And, and it works for them. Like it's just the the talent they got. It right. Just, we're, we're going to start the game and not let you get a leg up on us and then come to third inning. We're going to go with somebody for about five frames and see what happens. It's different, you know. And baseball's I'm, changing. They, they're they're right there. I'm telling you right now, if the White Sox aren't in the World Series, I'd be shot. Because the a, the AL playoffs do not look that – like, it's not murderer's row. I love the White Sox rotation. Yep. They got Rod- Rodone and they've got Lance Lynn. That they got uh, – I can't think. I'm trying to think too, but that's a nice one-two punch. But then you added Craig Kimbrell at the end of the game. Yeah, like, but and they, they have Hendricks. Hendricks, man. I so mean, basically, if you're leading after seven, the game's over. Yeah, I Kimbrell ain't their closer. He's going to be their setup guy because Hendricks has been. No, Kimbrell's going to close. You think so? Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen. But it. I mean, it's one and one A. Well, they'll just each night. Right. It just depends on who who pitched last night. Uh, but like White Sox, I think are they're going to be awesome. I think they're going to the World Series, and they have uh, Jimenez just came back from the, been injured, and then they got Robert coming back, and they already have a stud lineup. Man, if Man. If, if Jimenez can play like he did last year, coming off the injury, God. I, and for all the uh, skeptics with Tony Larusa can't relate to this new generation. You know, we kind of caught it in the beginning of the year. Tony, good managers find a way. Yep. Now, is he probably their favorite person in the world? No, nope. but he's not paid to be their friend. He's paid to win games. <laughs> it's it's, and that's what he's doing. It, it's it's baseball, man. They're just gonna go out there and play it, and and they, they, you know it's working. And then we have this stuff at the beginning of the year with the uh, the the unwritten rules and all that stuff, man. But like that seems forever ago now, doesn't it? It's, it seems like it's calmed down, and I think yeah. like they the age. Old saying is winning, winning cures everything. It does. Yeah. So, I mean, that's because what's they were like 500 when that stuff happened. You know, right. they weren't really excelling, and then all of a sudden they did. So, um, socks are going to the World Series. So Mark it down. The, the White Sox. That's know, correct. Definitely not. The, but the Red that's Sox. South side. Put it on the board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the uh, wild card teams, who you got? Is it going to be Boston and Oakland? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Are you going to say Toronto? No. Okay. I think somehow the Yankees squeeze in. I was going to say uh, the Yankees and uh, Toronto actually both squeak in. Really? Yep. So you think both of them pass the – I think it's going to be the Yankees and the A's. I, I It could be. But I, I think the A at least – I think I think you're getting at least one for sure. But, man, I just the, – the Blue Jays have been playing better lately. We'll see how they do. Yeah, right. I want the Yankees no. I'd rather the Red Sox hold on, or even the Blue Jays, because they're young and exciting. Yeah. And they just went out and traded for Breos. So, nice. I mean, you're right. That's, that's a nice stud there. We'll, we'll see what happens. All right, so the, the NL, you know, where we're definitely more familiar. The uh, We already talked about the Brewers. Brewers are running away with the Central. I hate to say it. Sorry, no, I, Chad. I'm with you, man. My Reds ain't got a chance. The Brewers aren't slowing down. 
I think the Dodgers pass the Giants honestly before the end of the year. I mean, it just seems like it's that inevitable. Happen. They're what are they? They're like back. Thanos, right? They're they're back. The Dodgers right? are inevitable. Three and a half games or something <laughs> yeah. like that. What are they back? No, the Dodgers are back by four. By four. Okay. I just don't see the Gi- the Giants can't maintain, and I hope they prove me wrong. I really I, do. I'm with you, man. So we agree that we want the Giants to hold on, but it's not going to happen. Right. Okay. So it's like it's like anybody who races the freeze. You feel good for a while, and at the very end, you're going to fall on your ass, and then it's over. And right. you blink, and it's over. Well, talk about your division here. So we got the Giants or the Dodgers. We got the Brewers, hands down. The Mets are currently leading, but it's the worst division in baseball. The Mets are at 56-52. Phillies, 56-53. And the Braves finally got to 500 at 54-54. I can't say it's going to – I will say this. The Phillies or the Braves will win the division. It's not the Mets. The Mets will not win the division. The Mets are going to fall. Because DeGrom, now they're saying he's out to September, and they're saying, we swear he's going to come back and pitch this year. I'm a, And I got him on fantasy team. I traded for the guy. So you're watching. You're I'm watching the closely, situation. But they're not giving me warm and fuzzies when they're trying to convince the media <laughs> that he will be back this year. No. So even if he comes back in September – He's not. They're they're gonna have kid gloves, yeah. right? Pitch counts, graduated workload. So that gives the Braves and the Phillies, who both people ain't talking about it, made huge additions at the trade deadline. The Phillies pitching has been their issue, right? Yep. They went out and got Bullpen. Kurt Gibson from the Rangers, who's been lights out. ERA is yep. under three in the AL. Yeah, he, he's killing it. They went out and got turned back to clock in Kennedy. Yeah, to put it into that one of bullpen. the better closers in the AL this year. ERA is around two, two and a half. So now Solid. he's he's their closer. So I like the moves by the Phillies. The Braves lose Acuna for the year. You think, well, they're done. Soroka's out for the year. They're done, right? Well, they not and their bullpen's been trash. So they go out and get Ricardo. Was it Ricardo? Richard Ricardo Lopez Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yes, the closer from Pittsburgh. So now you got him and Will Smith at the back in the rotation. Looks a lot better. Yep. And then they went out and got not one, not two, but. Not three, four outfielders. Yeah, at the deadline. Uh, that's how. That's what you need to replace Acuna. Apparently, four outfielders. Mm. So they get Duvall, who's familiar, seventy RBIs. They got Solaire, who's been three home runs in four games. Like, so just Solaire and Duvall, like those right. are nice additions. Right, those are real nice additions. And then Rosario will be back at some point. They traded away Kung Fu Panda, and we're gonna miss your hugs. But we can't pay someone thousands and thousands of dollars to give out hugs in a dugout. And, and then uh, we got. Jock Peterson earlier. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, wasn't I mean, a deadline one, but yeah, you added him. And then Travis Darno's like a week or two out from coming back. Okay, he's been out all year, hasn't yeah. he? Uh, so and then your boy, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he's 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 rehabbing. Uh, he was on fire before he got hurt. He was your best pitcher, probably. Uh, he should when probably he DH too. <laughs> yeah, we well, was hitting home runs every time he but started. I hate to like talk about the Braves and being a homer, but I think no, I, I like what the Phillies did too. I wanted to make sure that was clear. So. I can't say. I feel like the Phillies and the Braves right now is a push. Um, but whoever don't make the win the division is not making the playoffs. So my my only thing is I if I I don't know this to be fact or not. I think the Braves have more games against the NL West than the Phillies or the Mets still do. Right. So that'll make it tough. That that's tough. So I I would say probably Philly at right. this point. And here's the other thing about Philly. When you add those bullpen pieces like they did, so the guys they had in those closer and setup roles and whatnot, like I think that'll give them a lift too. Because sometimes it's just a mental thing. You get them out of those situations where they're not blowing games, and now they can pitch in the seventh or eighth right. inning and not the ninth. We'll right. see how well they right. do. 
Uh, so your wild cards, who you got? Oh, uh, it'll be the uh, Giants and the Padres. It's just hands it's going to be the NL West. Hands week. down. All right, so I can't argue with that. I, I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I hope my Reds will make a tear here, but they're they're just like a a slight step back. Everybody else is just doing a little better. It my sexy NL uh, NLCS preview: the Diamondbacks. Yes, <laughs> the Brewers and the Dodgers. That that see, I would like that. That would be a fun series. I, Pitching I really, wins, man. Really don't like either of those teams, but I would watch that. I series. like the Brewers. I, you know what? I posted this in my baseball group that like, what's one hat that you like that's not for your team? I love that classic ball glove yeah. with the Brewers the and even M, with the yellow the in the M front. Be built into right. the uh, glove, yeah. And, and uh, I like the yellow front with the blue back, and I just it just it's good for me. I might even buy one. No, that's I, I get it, man. That, that's a classic, uh, classic look. Speaking of, I did want to ask you about this. We had entertained the idea of going to the Field of Dreams game last year, and then COVID kind of screwed all that up, and we were on the list, didn't didn't get in. But we had our media passes and everything. Yeah, so that kind of sucked. And then this year things changed and we weren't able to make the trip. So, did you see the uh, – I only saw the White Sox. They did the uh, jersey reveal. Yeah, I've seen them. They're not bad. I, I like Other them. than I, I wish they'd have left the Nike check off because that kind of gets rid of the vintage uh, look. Yeah, it costs too much to leave. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, logo, logo-less hat, right? I yep. mean, just, they're, they're really trying to do vintage. And are, who are they playing? They're Yankees-White Sox. Yan- so I thought it was Yankees. Here's what needs to happen for the lineups. They need to come out of the cornfield. They do. As they announce them. Style starting in right field, Aaron Judge. And he just – Towers out of the cornfield. <laughs> That'd be probably, amazing. He'd probably be about as tall as the stars. Yeah, he, he'd have man. to squat down <laughs> and just jump out. Uh, I'm here. Now they they they're playing in a actual minor league park, but wouldn't it be great if it was like the old days when you know it's like the polo grounds with like 600 foot outfield vents? You know, yeah. just the cornfield can be part of it. You know, yeah. it's not really a home run. The ball just gets lost. Well, it's ground rule double, man. That's right. Throw the hand up. There's no home runs. Can't find it. <laughs> It'd be guys literally running into the cornfield trying to catch it. Yeah. That'd be sweet, though. I know, right? Man, we could do that. That's what we'll do when they have the corn maze come out, you know, for Halloween time. Let's just go play baseball. That'd be sweet. Are they doing it every year now, or is this just a one-time thing? I don't know, man. I just knew last year what they were supposed to. But they built the stadium, so they – Yeah, they'd have to. Yeah. Like, to me, you do it every year. Hey, you know what they said? If they build it – They will come. Exactly. This is the first ever game, Major League game played in Iowa in the history of Major League Baseball. That's crazy. Has there ever been one played in West Virginia? No. No. Eh, never like a Pirates game in Wheeling no, or something? No. Never know? No. Uh, maybe we can build something and they'll come. That'd be great. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So like we mentioned, the NBA also had a lot of, uh, I guess, fireworks go on at the same time when we talked about the baseball trade deadline. So, you know, we, we were looking around the league and the Lakers, uh, you know, let's just start there, right? Because that's like the elephant in the room. So, you know, LeBron has gone into GM mode again and he's he's bringing people over. And, uh, you know, I, I'm curious to see how it works. But just what's your initial thoughts on Westbrook joining L.A.? How, how does that mesh? I don't mesh at all. They needed a point guard. Like if you, if you told me they got like a Lillard or somebody that could actually shoot. I'd love it because LeBron needs someone to space the floor that he can dish to. Because Le- LeBron's a point guard. He'll hit the open guy, but he needs somebody to pass it to. He can't pass it to Westbrook unless it's just they're going to act like it's going to be showtime. I mean, 37% from downtown. Who's that? Last year. Who? Westbrook. How many shots? Too many. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe he shot 37. Like, so nothing against Westbrook, but like, I think Bradley Beal would be a better fit than Westbrook there, right? Just anybody can shoot. <laughs> so anybody, I mean, bring Mike Miller out of retirement. Right. That'd be all right. <laughs> you, you bring them legs with him. But I saw a tweet that uh, actually was, a, I don't know if it's real or not, but Richard Jefferson was like, I'm ready. Sign me. Uh, how old is Richard Jefferson now? Let's <laughs> say, what, 41 probably? Yeah, at least, right. I mean, they, they, they just got older, man. Like they went out and they got like, I know LeBron, like he went on Twitter and was like, everybody keep that hate, keep it bottled up. And you know, you're going to need that energy. And I'm, I'm like, save this. You know what? You're, we know you're not what you used to be. You're still great. You you are, but you're not getting better. Um, We've already seen the AD thing. Like he doesn't stay healthy. No, nah. I mean nah, that's nah, a trend for his career. Now, now if if he does, d- huge difference, right? Forget you don't even need Westbrook if AD stays healthy. Well, because as a big, he can stretch the floor. I mean, he, he's not bad shooter outside if he's open. He he can he can do everything. Like I mean, there's there's people. I'm not one of them. There's people to this day that will take him over Giannis, you know, for a power forward. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I mean, he he's that good. But uh, now you're going – would they bring back like Trevor Ariza and um, – Carmelo. Carmelo. Who's he? Uh, I don't – I think Carmelo's uh, – he, he, there's no way he starts. He has to come off the bench, I'd say. Oh, there's no way he starts. He couldn't even start with Portland half the time. But let's be real about it. The the, the part that's going to fall apart for him is they're, they didn't sign their boy Caruso. Now he's in Chi-Town. So that's the glue that uh, holds it all to, or holds it together. That's the straw that stirs the drink is my boy Caruso. <laughs> and he, now he's in Chi-Town. That's right. So – we should have started with that. I was wrong. It was 31% for uh, Westbrook. Yeah, it seemed high. All right. So, anyway, I knew he got better, but that was because the year before he was 27%. The best meme that summed up the Lakers this year coming up is the fact that it had a meme of uh, Kimbo Slice fighting another dude in the street, and the meme stated that this is LeBron and, and Russ, Russ fighting, Russ over, fighting the over the next rebound to see who gets the triple-double. Yeah. And to me, that's going to sum up this team. Yeah, and and the the thing is, I think you were you were mentioning it earlier, and this is why we're talking about it. If they just went out and got shooters, right? If they just went and got, they only have to be great players, just role players, because nobody cares about defense. You know, just just people that can shoot. The reason why, like the so the Nets are probably going to win the title next year, right? Oh, on paper. I mean, it, it again, injuries, things happen. Right. But when you talk about the amount of guys that they they have that can hit shots, and they played limited with each other, but there was never an issue with like who had to get the ball, right? You know, it's like they all got theirs. The Nets could be if they choose to and stay healthy. They could essentially be what the Warriors were, a Splash City, right? If they just all they got to do is move the ball around and let the open guy shoot because they got so much spacing, so many shooters, and that's what we kind of talked about off the air initially was a friend of the show Tyrone Curl <laughs> brought up brought up the situation like with the LeBron hate like why are you hating on LeBron you know and because no one said a word when Brooklyn got all these guys well and my my well issue so, with that first of all people do say things about it and we're like it's another super team it's bullshit right right, right? right. but it. the play style right like those guys do kind of fit a little bit well I mean shooting can fix a lot of things you all you need is spacing. In today's game, absolutely. All you need is spacing. And if you, you got KD, probably the best scorer that's in the NBA, just yep. alone scorer. And you got Harden, who's a freaking scorer. Yep. And then Kyrie's got the handle, and he can still shoot. The fact is, those guys do mesh. 
Um, but the Lakers, it's a completely different situation because no one can shoot. Yeah. And, and like we've seen Durant with the Warriors, he learned how to do volume differences, you know, and, and Harden would have been the one guy you were worried about, but he was like the most passive guy when he got right. on the Nets. He ended up getting like 15 assists a game, I feel You're like. You're almost like, maybe I ought to shoot a little more, bud. Right. I mean, you know, so I'm mean, not saying they're not without Just less dribbling. <laughs> yeah, less, less milkshakes. Right. But, you know, it's just not a good fit, man. But, again, like, it, I, I'm telling you, I think AD is good enough that if he does stay healthy, it'll overshadow a lot of that stuff. I, I think even with the injuries uh, and their older team, and you know, I mean, it could be just like we saw what happened to Kobe later in his career. You know, he wasn't the same after that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they're going to be a three or four seed, if I had to guess right now. Yeah, I mean, it's – That's including possible injury – predictions i mean i i'm thinking they're on that four or five spot you know the the thing for me is you look around the west you know now if they would have hauled in like dame somehow that that would have that would have been everything um but you look at phoenix they're they're still going to be pretty solid uh they chris paul's coming back they re-upped him um you know denver uh with jamal murray getting healthy denver's not going nowhere they're going to be solid uh you're going to have utah is solid I mean, you know, there, there's there's a handful of teams that are like the Clippers. Clippers I mean, but, are still there. But let's see what happens with Kawhi, right? Because yeah. he's, he's off coming back. He's coming back. That's what it looks like it is. But you never know with that guy, man. Right, you're right. You don't. What if he – but I'll tell you where he ain't going. He ain't going to the Lakers. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he's already had that opportunity. Right. He, don't, he don't want anything to do with that. But, you know, I think – yeah. I would say the Bucks, though. They hate to cut you off, but no, I'd so probably say the odds for them to repeat is going to probably be the bit one of the biggest long shots in the betting history. They'll they'll be a top three seed in the East. Oh yeah, but I it, mean, yeah, I got that. But it, it's just the West is good. There's a lot of movement this year. The Nets are really good, uh, and then you got teams like like are the Hawks and Knicks going to get better? Absolutely. I mean, so I, there's a lot. There's a lot on the table here to see how, how it. Changes. I like the I like the way the Knicks are trending. Um, I, lo- I love the Hawks. Um, they're going to be good. Um, and then Miami went out and got Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry from Toronto in a yeah. sign and trade. So now they have you know, him and Butler. So that's not bad. And then the Bulls, actually, I think the Bulls will be a playoff team, giving uh, Levine some help with Lonzo, who's worked on a shot. And then I like the, the DeRozan addition because he's a great mid-range guy, but he's a, he's, he's a decent player. I mean, it, you said it, though. It's going to be tough for them to to kind of repeat for, for sure. To, to kind of cap this off, though, I you know, I want to be real clear about a couple things because we we get a lot of hate and we we have fun and we we throw stuff out there that's just you know hey let's laugh and have a good time right uh, I mean it's the same thing we make fun of Jordan about how he takes everything too personal we'll put those memes up too right, but everybody right, just right, laughs right. along with those right. and, and I think the the thing with LeBron you know we've said this before LeBron's a great player nobody's saying he's not he's one of the greatest to ever play the game he was the best player in the NBA for at least a decade. You know, when you go back to the, the, the 2010s all the way up until 2020, probably. I got him number two behind Jordan all time. I, I mean, so. And, and that's me. I mean, that's straight up. There's no hate. It's just the, the difference in LeBron is, you know, we, we don't know if Jordan would have handpicked teams. It, it didn't seem like he did with Krause because they, 
they had such an animosity with their GM because he was literally the guy making the decisions, right. you know? So I, they, it, it was, you know how mad Aaron Rodgers got about right. not being consulted. Like Jordan seems like he barely got consulted back then where now if you wouldn't talk to LeBron about it, he's not going to be on your team. No, absolutely not. I mean, with Krause, he had an ego, man. Like anytime that Pippen got out of, been out of shape, he's like, oh, I'm going to trade your ass. ass. Yeah. And then Jordan, he didn't really – when your star players kind of just don't go along with this is what you got me, all right, let's go win another one. What are you going to say? Yeah, and, and you know, it is nostalgia. It is our history because that's what we grew up watching. And, you know, it's it's hard to replace not losing in the finals. I understand he struggled to get to the playoffs sometimes. You know, I get that. And, and he went through that. But it's kind of with Giannis, the reason why that's so rewarding to watch is you saw them struggle and fail and then overcome. I agree. And then he built it ground up. Right. And the skinny kid that came in the league, he, he's a grown-ass man now. He is a grown – he is the grown-ass man. Uh, his 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 skill set has is, is evolved so well. I mean, granted, can he shoot a little bit better? Sure. Yes. But, I mean, he's a stud. Um, but not even just, like, about Jordan, though. I don't ever recall, like, a Magic or a Larry Bird or a Dr. J. Those players just stayed on their teams they came up with, and they – tried to win with what they had and I don't feel like I remember them saying I need help I need this and I don't maybe the media wasn't as because we got technology it's, it's social, social media, media it's different now I get it's a it. different game but I, I mean they just still had the forum and press conferences they could have openly came out and said something but they never did right. well, and when the stuff happened you know we heard about it right you know I mean it was a big deal but you it know ain't like you can't you, you you have the avenue to let it known if you're happy or not it's just not as easy as it was as now the the big thing for me though is you're not going to see Giannis go to a different team. You know he he's he's locked in there. He's got his chip now. Now you know? he's just building on it. Right. So you can you can take the Barkley, Carl Malone off of his resume. He's got locked in on the chip. Yep. And now it's just like how many do I get? And, and you know what? If if LeBron would have just stayed in Miami, I don't think this conversation's as bad either when it comes. I don't to either. That. Because, like, it, you started out in Cleveland, your hometown, and everyone, you know, that's fine. He got them a ring. Like and then he, he went to you, South Beach and stayed after the decision. Because the conversation would have been is like, wow, you're right. That is a terribly ran organization. You're able to come down here. And if he was still there, then, you know, Wade's gone. Bosch is gone. Udonis Haslam's probably still playing. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's it's his legacy. He's building that. But he goes back to Cleveland, which was cool, and he wins the title and all that. But, you know, it's like he can't ever stay in one place too long, you know. And, I don't even think he'd have been shit on as much if he'd have just went, started in Cleveland, went to uh, Miami and came back to Cleveland and just finished his career. Yep. I don't think anyone would even be mad about then that. then he had to go to L.A. Right. right. But, you know, if he would have stayed in Cleveland the whole time, like, I think I think he'd be adored by most people. I agree. You know, he, he would be like hometown kid. Like, it writes itself. It does. It's like a storybook ending. And it doesn't have. And you know what? You know, do you, man? Like whatever you want to do. Like that. That's what you're you're about. So I get it. You know. He, and the funny part was, I feel, I mean, in all honesty, this isn't me. I mean, like like I know he shit all over LeBron a lot, but the fact is, he's a great player. And he makes players around him better. So if if nothing else, I feel like he kind of sells himself short. By not letting him just make the players around him better, like he did that one Cleveland team with Agalskis yeah. uh, at center and Mo Williams and all that. Like he took them to the finals, I think sixty six wins. Yep. So like, let the GM do their job. If you just stay in Cleveland, like 
rely on your skills that are really good and be like, I'm going to make these guys better. Yeah. I'm, and this, you're selling yourself short by saying, I need help. I need help. I mean, look, look how a guy like Dirk Nowitzki is revered. Right. right. Like he's a guy, you know, the year they won the finals, I believe they beat the Lakers who are the defending champions. Then they beat the OKC team that still had the big three there, took right. them down and then beat the heat in the, in the finals. Like that's, that's a hell of a slate to go through, and they got it done. And Dirk is – I mean, Dirk Dirk has a key to the city and probably everybody's house in, in Dallas. I mean, that's just the way it is. Right. And it's great. And it sucks he only won one because he's a great player. But and he won one. He, but he won one. And, and he – Took he, down a super team. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how they did it. So, and I'm not saying – like, super teams are where we're at, man. Like, if you want to blame, you know, Boston for starting it, you know, if you want to blame LeBron for Miami, if you want to blame the Nets or what, you know, the Warriors for getting KD, like, it's what happens now in the NBA. So, I'm just rooting for the guys that don't do it, that try – and I root for the organizations that can do it organically. But L.A. this year with LeBron and all that, like, man, it just feels so, like, I don't know. Not right. Nothing about it. And again, you're right. LeBron, he's up there. Top two, top three, all time. Always will be. We don't like him personally sometimes, you know, just because he, he does, you know, the, one of the allure about Jordan, and this is where people will hate Jordan. And this is why people like LeBron better. Jordan would never open his mouth about anything that wasn't basketball. Well, you know why? Because he knows white people, white buy, people his shoes. buy shoes too. Uh, I mean, he's a businessman. He, he is, uh, you know, for better or worse. You know, I, the marketing was there. I, I don't feel like Jordan goes out of his way to be cool or part of the woke mob or whatever. And the fact is, is like when that whole when the Black Lives Matter thing went down. I'm not going to get political, but the point was with Jordan. He was like, I'm going to give a million dollars to this organization, you know, to help uh, educating police training, and then I'm also going to give a million dollars to NAACP. So, I mean, he was showing like, hey, we can all do better. Yeah. And, that, and he probably only got to that point because of the climate. You know what I mean? It got to that point where if you are anybody, you, you know, remember everybody would put the black squares up on social media like that was doing something. Oh, but, yeah. But like, that's where we kind of got at the time. But now you sleep better at night. Yeah, you sleep better at night. Right. No, I made a difference. Right. But, but you know, George. Aaron, I'm a dumbass that keeps clicking on the picture. Like, where's the profile picture? But, you know, to, <laughs> to your credit on Jordan, you know, at least he did something that he thought was going to help in communities and all that. And that's fine. And, like, don't get me wrong, LeBron opened a school. You know, I, I guess it's doing well. I don't know the stats on it and things like that. If it's helping, like, maybe marginalized kids that are coming from bad families. Like, all that stuff's great, man. And and he's in Hollywood, and he's got his production company and all that stuff, and he's doing that. I, I, I get it, but... Have you saw Space Jam 2? Have you? No. He's a villain. In the movie. He I, he is the villain of the movie. Wow. I, I mean, I not intently, I think. It's supposed to be Don Cheadle. But if you watch that, and you don't think LeBron comes across as a villain in the movie, you didn't watch it. So did you like it? That was terrible. Was it? Yeah, it was really bad. In fact, uh, LeBron had to have help to win the movie. Oh wow! It's I'm gonna show you the last scene. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm refusing to watch any of it. I'm, just, I, <laughs> it's, it's I'm boycotting that movie. But like everyone keeps saying online, like, "Hey, quit being stupid. This movie isn't for adults. Quit." bashing it so hard it's for kids and then like it's not as bad as you're acting like it is now you know what it was it was a uh advertisement for warner brothers okay they, they basically took everything they could like there's scenes from the matrix and justice league and like they crammed anything warner brothers owned 
They're like, we're going to Disney-fy this bitch, and we're going to put all our stuff in this movie. So it was like Wayne's World. Yes. It was, it with was, the endorsements. It was about as subliminal as that. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people aren't old enough to get that, but uh, I know exactly what you're talking right. about. Well, the boomers and, you know. Most of our demographics thirty five to forty five, so I think most will get it. That's because we're big on Facebook and not TikTok. There you, there you go. TikTok will get them. Get you a TikTok now. You're, you're dropping the pounds, man. Get your TikTok account and uh, shake that ass a little bit. I might, you know, I, I have no ass to shake. Well, uh, I you mean, know, that, that, that's I'm not. To, I'm kind of put you on this pedestal here. Uh, I'm, I'm getting... proud of your. Uh, uh, physical journey here you know what i'm feeling pretty good I, i'm down to 260 to 225 man nice. you know, that's that's not bad although uh it started know, with a bad choice in mexico it did uh, you know i thought i was gonna die and i uh, had to make some life changes but i will say uh not having alcohol as much man my tolerance is not good now bad well, bad week cheap drunk <laughs> i am i'm 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 not here for a how, good time. I'm here for a short time. <laughs> how are, are we going to have like a one or two point with you this draft? Mm. Are you going to? We'll have to see. Are you off that day? Um, I, I don't know yet because a lot of people's coming at three. So I, I, I probably say you probably shouldn't start drinking. At if three. I come early, it's going to be bad. It, just don't drink early. I, it's hard, man. Because everybody's the band's back together. Yeah, yeah. The boys are back in town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're less than a month away from the hardcore fantasy football draft. If you do drink, it'll be that meme of you, Warner, and whoever else, uh, Jake, about it was Sting and Hogan and, the, and Scott Hall. Yeah. I'm talking about the next day. Yeah, we're going to look like hell. Yeah. It'll be like just from WrestleMania. Or just Flair and Hogan all yeah. bloodied yeah. up. And, That's what it's going to yeah, be. It's going to be one of I'm those. calling it right now. It's you, Jake, and Warner. All right, this has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Tune in at least in a month to see if I survive fantasy football draft and don't get drunk and look like Hogan and Flair in their uh, late 50s. But it's been fun, Mr. Brown. Biggie should be back next week. And I don't know, man. We'll see how uh, the baseball season keeps rolling along. Hopefully our Reds and Braves can make a push. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend.